0: Welcome to We're Out There, a podcast about the uncanny, unconventional, and irreverent facets of life on this planet and yours, with Chad C. Meek, Kyle Lee, and me, Eric Newman. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We're Out There, a podcast about the uncanny, unconventional, and irreverent facets of life, both on this planet. And on yours, with me as always is the beautiful, the wonderful Chad C. Meek. Hi, Chad. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Thank you.
0: Eric. That's great. Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. And then also with us, just as last time, is Kyle Lee. Hi, Kyle. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. That's right. It's a summer time, and the days are getting longer. And I can't believe it's almost six thirty. But doesn't have anything to do with, I guess, anything. What is what is time? Time is a human invention.
2: That's that's the beautiful thing about a podcast, is is there is no time when you no to a podcast. Is, not- are there alien time zones?
0: I know that's Ooh. jumping the gun a little bit, but like when you deal with extraterrestrial stuff, is there a specific time that's used, like Zulu time or like UTC or something like that?
1: No, there's no time. It's all there's an no illusion. Time. Time is a social construct.
0: It's a human construct.
2: You yes. think, uh, you well, think dogs space care space-time.
0: There's the idea well, of that, you know, that you can travel through there's space star and time.
1: There's star-time. Sidero, star-time. What's star-time? Star-time star time is what astrologers use. It's actually, it's out there. It's out there. Well, we're out there. That's the name of the yeah, show. Yeah, we're out there. Yeah, that's the time you use. It's out what, there. Which
0: is, which is, how does that relate to, like, UTC or, you know, New
1: York time or... Earth, Earth time. Um, I don't know, it's past my pay grade. Anyways, uh okay, that's, that's
0: that's fine. Um so today we wanted to talk about we kind of teased this in the end, at the end of the last episode that uh sixty minutes had done this piece on UFOs and about a bunch of U.S. Air Force uh, and Navy pilots and other military personnel that are going on the record now for possibly the first time, at least on mainstream media, you have people that are retired military, retired Navy, retired Air Force, et cetera, that are now going on a real network TV show, a real news show, and saying that there's stuff that they've seen that's out there. And I'll stop using these puns, of course. Well,
2: I think it's it's not only stuff that they've seen; it's stuff that has been recorded by Navy and and U.S. government equipment, and the government has essentially said that uh, they don't they don't deny that that is real footage. Um, that's right, and this is this comes
0: right before the Pentagon is about to release. They're about to release it, right? The the report on uh, their declassified report on their knowledge of UFOs. There was a, a UAPs. Small
2: there was a small like acknowledgement uh, report. Um, it, it was an acknowledgement. It wasn't. It was It was more or less just an acknowledgement that they are going to be releasing the report soon. <laughs> so uh, it, it, it was kind of a nothing. But a lot of people tore it apart, and you know, we're trying to figure out what does that mean. Does are they confirming it? Are they denying it? What are they going to say? But really, we don't know what they're going to talk about when the sure. report comes out. We only know that that they're not. Uh, they, they don't seem to be hinting towards saying anything that we haven't already all kind of thought about or assumed that they were going to try to sell us anyway. It's, it's, they're going to say it's it's uh, unknown technology from... You
0: know, now, are you are you yeah. sure that the governments actually... You know, we spent a lot of time in the last episode talking about how the governments, world governments are reticent to actually admit if anything is out there. Do you think that the Pentagon, like even with this declassified stuff, do you think that they're going to say, Oh, guys, you got us. Are, you know? We're sorry. We've been lying to you for sixty years. It's it's all true. Like, are they actually going to say that? Are they going to give us a report that's completely redacted, or are they just going to say, no, sorry?
1: The short answer is no. They will not admit to all their transgressions. Mm.
2: They won't. So, then. so I guess that's one of the things I've I've always wanted to ask you. Um, is it a? Is what we know. Completely curated by these powers that be or or are we actually getting leaks? Are we actually getting something that hasn't been a calculated scheduled release of information?
1: Good question, and you know what i don't know I really mm. don't know and and there's been so much disinformation the last oh God, probably a hundred years in this country for sure. various this reasons. country alone yeah this country, especially this country. This is the big Satan when it comes to disclosure and what have you. But you know, a conversation that actually was that existed, it's in the archives, was between Roosevelt and Churchill, and this is the premise of, of all this stuff. And and they were concerned about people not going to after they see these things, not going to church and stop paying taxes. So, Whoa. yeah. So that was that was their biggest concern. And that there'd be sure. panic, 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 panic in the streets. So. Don't blame me.
0: I voted for Kodos. Oh, did um, you? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a That's a 25-year-old Simpsons reference. But, <laughs> um, so he, the first question I have before we dive into this, I have a few clips to share with, with the two of you uh, from the 60 Minutes piece. We can't expect ever, all of our listeners to have watched that, of course. Um, the, the first question that I have is about the verbiage. Uh, I'm a software developer, so semantics are my bread and butter. And the first thing that I got out of this 60 Minutes report was that they don't want to use the term UFOs. There's a variety of different other acronyms. There's UAPs, which is Unidentified Advanced Propulsion or something like that. Uh, uh,
2: Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon.
0: There we go. Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Uh, There's AAVs, um, which is another one that I, I, I knew this last week. I'm sorry. Um, do you, do you know what that, it's like, uh, uh there's, oh, I'm, I'm, messing it up. There's also no, no, Tip, no, 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 just... which is the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. And, uh, the Tip or ATIP uh, was an unclassified and unpublicized investigatory effort funded by the U.S. government to study UAPs and UFOs. Uh, is there... Chad, in your world, is there a difference between uFOs and uap? Do you use the term uap are be using uh, that term
1: i don 't i I really don't it, again it 's matter of semantics and again it 's all part of controlling the narrative if you well, can, of course yeah. but we
0: want to you know we want to sound like we 're in the no we want right. to sound like you know we want to sound like we 've been to los alamos i 've been to Los Alamos, but not to the lab um but you know what I'm saying, like, uh, the, what are the, the people who are studying this stuff that are working for Los Alamos that are
1: working for Area 51? Do they say UFOs? Do they say UAPs? God, I don't know. I haven't talked to those guys in a while. But uh, the bottom line is is that, I mean, I, I'm old school. I mean, I, you know, I can't. It, it, UFOs is, is probably unidentified flying object, okay? You sure. Can get, you can get as detailed as you want, but, but that's essentially what they are because you can't identify them. And actually, I've, I, I even feel comfortable with that as far as that versus Martians and spaceships. You know, so, okay. Yeah. So well, you know,
0: Martians is kind of is, is kind of narrow. There's many more planets than just Mars. Other uh, Mars absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So let's dive in. Uh, here's the first clip that I've got, and I'll just I'll just roll it out. Here we go.
3: So what do you say to the skeptics? It's refracted light. Uh, weather.
0: I guess I I guess I should start by saying um, that one of the things that they've done. I'm sorry to interrupt this. Person that's an audio clip. One of the things that they did on the sixty Minutes piece is they oscillated back and forth between talking with people who saw real stuff that have real stories to share, but then trying to say, well, you know, it could be something else. Refracted you know, how do you lights? say it's not right. right? How do you say it's not a weather balloon or swamp gas? So that's what this first clip is about. Here we go.
3: So what do you say to the skeptics? It's refracted light, uh, weather balloons, a rocket being launched, v- Venus. In some cases, there are, are simple explanations for what people are witnessing, but there are some that, that are not. We're not just simply jumping to a conclusion that's saying, oh, that's a UAP out there. We're going through our due diligence. Is it some sort of new type of cruise missile technology that China has developed? Is it some sort of high-altitude balloon that's conducting reconnaissance? Ultimately, when you have exhausted all those what-ifs and you're still left with, with the fact that this is... In our airspace, and it's real. That's when it becomes compelling, and that's when it becomes problematic.
0: And so, just to just to kick off, or just to cross off all of those, the first impulse of skepticism, all those questions that you would typically ask. Uh, they're saying that that's also what they go through because that's the, that's their job when they're working. When, when, when there, they're working, there's the a
1: checklist. Ahead. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's a checklist. I go through a checklist. I mean, yeah. Okay. First of all, uh, just recently, last Friday. The, uh, I have these orbs that roll down the valley. And I don't know orbs? how... Orbs? Orbs, as in a... Just like spheres? Like of, spheres, yeah. Of what? That, that roll on down. And this is the seventh one I've seen. And so really what, and what they do, they do the, exactly the same thing. This has happened to be seven times in the last year. They come down the valley. They essentially slow down. The, when I say they, I mean singularly, one... They, sure. they, they illuminate, very bright, and then they stop right in front of my patio with me looking at it, and then it disappears. Okay, we're talking about something about approximately four to 6,000 feet up, and it disappears. So I think, okay, is this a satellite with lights on, lights off, okay, or is this a right. helicopter, is this a plane plane? What Could it be it, space
0: trash or something like that? Yeah, a lot yeah, of trash yeah, space, space
1: trash that goes in front of my face and turns off. These are things uh, – this is what – and it's perplexing because it's like I wave my arms and say, please, what is the message? What am I supposed sure. to get out of this? So those it's – it's a very personal experience, and it's very, very frustrating for me because I don't get the message. Now, what is this? I don't know. And I'm thinking, well, maybe the CIA or whomever, the powers of being, know that I'm out here – and they specifically are trying to make me go insane. I thought about that too. I thought, okay, maybe somehow they think I'm a threat, like they used to think. Some about. kind of MK Ultra, right, or something, or something yeah. like that. But but this actually happened. But I mean, again, when I try to explain, it, I don't know what that is. And I, it I,
0: sounds like outside of the CIA or the people who work at Area 51, neither does the military.
1: Absolutely. So and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, What is your checklist when you when you see something? So you just try to go through just like the Occam's razor. Okay. You know, let's say it's, you don't want to, you're not jumping to it's a UAP. It's a UFO. I
1: look at speed. I look at speed and, and in what direct, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's bouncing from here to there, but I primarily look at speed. Now, Speed will basically eliminate most of the things that you're seeing out there because most most of the things you're seeing out there is a satellite. It's and it'll be sure. directionally it it it'll, it'll basically stay on the same direction. It will not deviate and it will not deviate. In satellite, they don't do that.
0: Okay. And in fact, that, that, that's perfect. That's a perfect segue to the next clip where they talk about that specifically.
3: Lieutenant Graves told us pilots training off the Atlantic coast see things like that all the time. Every day. Every day for at least a couple of years. Um, wait a minute, every day for a couple of years? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't see an exhaust plume. Including this one, off the coast of Jacksonville, Florida in 2015, an, of captured on a targeting there, camera by members of Graves' squadron. there's like thing,
1: It's rotating. Oh my gosh. They're all
0: going against the wind. The wind's 120 miles from the west. Look thing, dude. So, that's, uh, so that's, that's one of them. Um, I think they were talking about the the, uh, the Tic Tac craft that's just going – oh, no, I'm sorry. That was on the West Coast. Uh, there's a number – it was uh, – I think it was the, – there was another one called the gimbal craft where it was just – it looks like it's moving in a way that we, we currently don't have the technology to accelerate that quickly, especially against air resistance – uh, and it's doing some kind of maneuvers that definitely are some kind of aircraft but are not any kind of aircraft that we know of.
1: Well, so here, here's... Here, here's yeah, sir, before you go into that, remember that we're, they're basically um, literally blowing away all the science we know as far as, you know, we're talking about thermodynamics and, you know, various you know, scientific laws that we've basically embraced our whole entire life. These craft basically blow that out the back about the back door they, they and don't. I
0: mean it really calls into question what we think are laws of physics and scientific laws Like you said we know them to be true based on observation and a, uh, on we agreed observation think, and, and experiment, yeah. but that we could be wrong We think well,
1: we that, know what they are, but that,
2: that's the beautiful thing about science is that it, it does evolve uh, You're you're you have a you have theories that only become law after being tested and that's and right replicated. I mean gravity
0: is still a theory uh but the the thing is is that because it's still the the word theory is taken a lot more seriously in science than it is in the rest of the in in the, in the rest of society and so when, well, because when because people, the, when basis, people
2: who, the theory is the basis of all science. No, I so understand you, that. You, but my, my yeah.
0: point is, is that people who their first instinct, their first impulse is to marginalize what they're seeing and to say, oh, well, you know, this can't be a, a UAP, a UFO or whatever because of, of, of something that they know to be true. Because, But uh, it's, but even though that's kind of a theory. It's called theory,
1: actually, I, I said cognitive dissonance. Cognitive exactly. dissonance. It's, it, but it's it, also...
2: It's also hope for kind of the future, because as we start seeing things that defy our understanding and what we believe to be the fabric of science and reality, once we see things that defy that, there is a natural resistance to that, and there's a natural reluctance to follow these these strange new paths. But we do, and people if, will if want to know the If there's enough
0: acceptance answers. of it, If if it's something that really... Would would be disruptive in terms of the way society functions or the way that the scientific establishment is run Like Chad is saying, you know, making sure that people stick to the narrative. Then there's a pushback Uh, Let's hear Let's hear another one.
3: The Pentagon and other
0: branches of the military. Actually, I'm sorry That wasn't the right one I wanted. I think it was this one. Your
3: mind tries to make sense of it. I'm gonna categorize this as maybe a helicopter or (laughs) maybe a drone
2: and When it disappeared, I mean it was just...
3: Did your back seaters see this too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was four of us in the airplanes, literally watching this thing for roughly about five.
0: So, yeah, I mean that's just another that's just another accounting of somebody somebody
2: who was a I think she was a Navy pilot. Well, yeah, and it sounds that sounds exactly like what Chad was just saying. You go through a checklist, you, right. you categorize, and and um and these people you know,
0: who are experienced Navy pilots. I think that was uh, I, I do have notes here. I think that I think the lady who was speaking is uh, Lieutenant Commander Alex Dietrich. Mm-hmm. And uh,
2: and I think the first guy was probably Lou Elizondo, who's the the guy who uh, has been chasing these chasing the release of more information for years now, um, but he's he's now he was kind of the main guy in the uh, one of the main guys that was interviewed in the sixty minutes. Yeah, he's I, I from I the Pentagon. He,
1: yeah, he's he's one of the insiders. He actually had headed, headed a group uh, that that were actually looking at these kind of on the sly or on the covert. And now he's come out and uh, kind of... I think he's
0: come out. I think they mentioned this in the 60 Minutes piece that they uh, they stopped funding his project. And so he kind of, he found a way to covertly keep researching it and then just left. Well,
2: yeah, sure. So, well, yeah, and then, and then he was asked to join what you were saying, AATIP, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Right. Um, and that was... Uh, but in the, since, since those programs have been changed and, and and morphed he he's kind of one of these guys now that's uh that's trying to bring this to the the mainstream he's no longer in a skunkworks project in the back of the pentagon somewhere he's uh he's out there in the public which it could be a false flag uh just like uh just like i think i think uh, chad was hinting at that yeah uh, you know, he's, he's from the Pentagon, and he's, he's telling us what we need to know.
0: And uh, as Ronald Reagan said, what was it, the eight most dangerous words in the English language are, I'm here from the government, and I'm here to help. Hmm. So, uh, speaking of the Pentagon.
3: The Pentagon and other branches of the military have a long history of sort of dismissing this. What makes you think that this time is going to be different?
2: I mean, we're going to find out when we get that report. You know, there's a stigma on Capitol Hill. I mean, some of my colleagues are very interested in this topic, and some kind of, you know, giggle. when you you bring it up. But I I don't think we can allow the stigma to keep us from having an answer to a very fundamental question.
3: What do you want us to do about
2: this? I want us to take it seriously and have a process to take it seriously. I want us to have a process to analyze the data. Every time it comes in, that there be a place where this is cataloged and constantly analyzed until we get some answers. Maybe it has a very simple answer, Um, maybe it doesn't. And just to
0: follow that up with the what they would after you you, we say all of this stuff about all of the the weird things that people have seen. uh, But then they have to they have to add just one line that makes that allows people to throw away the whole argument,
3: which is could it be Russian or Chinese technology? I don't see why not.
0: I mean, that's it. And so. I I recently read about there is this. Uh, it's not a recent law, but it's an old law that the CIA has, where they they can intervene with any sort of news story or news production, especially on TV news. And a lot of times, what they do is they add one of these little disclaimers just to say, "Oh yeah, it could all just be BS. We don't know. You know, it could be Russia or China, but we would also kind of know what they have,
1: for the most part." ABC, and ABC is the CIA.
0: Well, I mean, this is yeah. CBS. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it, this is something. I mean, literally. I mean, this just kind of reflects back to the old, you know, old Richard Pryor uh, when he's uh, uh, you know caught caught with a woman, uh, and his wife comes in and sa- and says, uh, "There's the, there's this woman." And He goes, "What woman?" He says, and, and then then the then the he comes to the conclusion, and what he says is, "Who are you gonna believe?" Me or your lying eyes, and and mm. so so I think that you know as far as all the people who have had sightings, which are in the millions, it's not like this is the worst kept secret, and I think it's all part of the dumbing down of of the American citizens. Uh, this is beyond. I, I mean, right now, as far as the snickering and all the other stuff. I mean, you talk about sophomore. I, I think you either have to be met. if you don't understand this or you haven't got this far yet. I think that you're a part of a uh, uh, part and part of a member of the short bus crowd. There's something either either you're with the government with an agenda or you're frankly stupid. I mean there's just no there's no two ways a, a, around I wouldn't this. I wouldn't go that
0: far to say that they're stupid but I I I might say that they're it poses too much of an existential crisis to their idea of themselves, like their self in terms of their ego self and how they believe the world works and how all of this, how society works and how everything is supposed to function together. And if they accept the fact
1: that there are these, you know, really just extraterrestrials And exist. It's pure ego to think that we're the only, you talk about existential, that we're the only people in the universe and... and this is, I mean, again, I mean, you know, if you want to know about quantum physics or if you want to know about consciousness, go to YouTube. It's really easy. Right. You know, sit in front of a, I mean, there really is, there's so much, there's a volume of information that's out there that actually is, I mean, it's, I won't, eh, irrefutable, hmm, strong word. Um, but at any rate, um, it's been going on forever. And I, I just, I, I throw my hands up. I go, okay, well. Believe what you want to believe, I guess. But then again, there's some people that believe that, uh, you know, that the election was fixed. (laughs)
0: Sure. Well, you know, that's another thing that has it has a potential body of evidence and a bunch of people who have convinced themselves that that's true. And another group of people that look at the same evidence and are absolutely convinced that it's not true. And the real truth is somewhere in the middle. And. I think – and, and just like with this, there's the – and uh, I mean, just like with the election and UAPs, UFOs, there's this idea of controlled opposition. We've got three generations of people having grown up with alien sitcoms and alien TV shows and turning a, a, a serious topic into something kind of kitschy, which leads to you have Congress people snickering at the fact that if they've got clearances, they could take a look at what we have, and then rather than trying to investigate it, they're just laughing at it because it's easier for them to accept that you know it's marco rubio how many bottles of water did he need to drink for that comment you know it's just like it's a lot easier to marginalize that and also to to roll out the controlled opposition and for the and for it to create a feedback loop over enough time to where the people who are controlling the opposition are now believing their own
2: bs see i'm not i'm not a fan of of many of these politicians that have been mentioned, especially Marco Rubio. However, sure, sure, sure. I, I do genuinely believe that he is in search of answers. Well
0: and he um, had the right way of, of 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 couching his argument where he said, look, I don't know, but we need to have a process for determining how real this stuff is. I which think is that's a fair.
2: V- which is a very reasoned and and uh it's a very reasonable way of going about it which is why it's it's i feel like it's out of character for him but sure. it does seem genuine. Well, oh, uh, stop clock
0: is right twice a day.
2: And, and and what and it's one of the few times that anyone in partisan politics one of the few times you can actually listen to them and believe that they're speaking the truth at least about their intentions is when they don't try to throw a political bend into it. This he's not i haven't heard anything he said UFO related or, or or unknown phenomenon related, he, he he hasn't mentioned anything about what administration did this and and who's stopping this. This seems to be a a, a genuinely a genuine curiosity of at least a few members of Congress that do seem to be giving it. Uh, it's it's just uh, it's justified. Reverence. Um, let's, let's find yeah. out what and, this and, is.
0: And anything, anything else it really just hurts the cause with playing politics. Like well, you the other
2: thing you need
1: to, you need to determine is, is, okay, what would Mark Ruby or anybody else in the political world have to gain by saying, oh, by the way, there, are, there, is these, uh, there is this existential force out there. There's this whole body of stuff that they don't know anything about, that they have no history about. That they're just sure. like us. So, the, Well, the, it, let, me,
0: let me put this, let me throw this out there, no pun intended. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of defense contractors in Florida, and they might be underwriting a significant portion of his campaign. And maybe there's an advantage for them if we do come out and publicly say that there are extraterrestrials and that would give us more, it would give us more um, Give us more ambition. Give us the next, the,
1: the, the next enemy, or the next en- enemy.
0: Right. The next we enemy. found
2: aliens, but they're yeah, communists. For, right, right. Or, no. or, or the real, the very real question is: if, if we ha- or the real possibility is if we have been visited and if visited in the past, and if they have touched down on Earth's soil, it, it doesn't. Mean they always landed here uh, we don 't sure. know what kind of technology other countries could be using that they could be exploiting from stuff that they've found in their in their mountains in their glaciers in their mines. Um, there are things that there there may be technology that they have that we 've never seen or uh, alliances that they have that we 've never seen so it is it is important for at least I think the American people and the American uh, government to, to be curious about this and to uh, maybe have an open mind.
0: Well, um, I, I, and like I, like I said, I honestly believe that the, peop, there are enough people in government that are curious about it, but due to the ramifications of, you know, what if we do meet aliens, but they're hostile? Or what if they want to come over here and take over the country or the world? You know, they need a, the government, the U.S. government at least, needs to have, they want to have a handle on that, and until they do, I'm sure that's a big reason why they're reticent to admit anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you
2: have to imagine that any any being that's going to be hostile with the uh, with the type of technology that defies everything we understand about the limitations of science and uh and energy and engineering uh they would have wiped us out if they were hostile. Um it, I it seems, I mean it, and, it, and it I I might turn I,
0: hostile after they meet us. You don't know.
2: I, I well I believe I've heard uh, Chad has more experience about or or more more to say about their potential motives. Um now, what is like worst case scenario? They're a dangerous, a dangerous race. Uh, Chad, what do we do? Like, what is, you know, is there a a, a framework set <laughs> by either officially or unofficially of of what we do in the event of uh, some sort of is there conflict? something? Yeah, is there something yeah. that says
0: opening case of alien invasion right. somewhere? Right in they'll the come by
1: and they'll. will we'll be pod people. We'll be sapped, et cetera, et cetera. Which to me is preposterous. It's just I doubt. I, I mean, well, we're the, pod people already.
0: That's why we're doing right, podcasts. right. We're, 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 <laughs>
1: we're, well, actually, we're all we're already relatives. I mean, we're we're distant cousins. We're like the hillbillies. I mean, that you know, as far as consciousness goes, literally. Sure. I, I mean, I, I I think the biggest thing that people have to realize is that that they are in fact benevolent. If they weren't, they would have acted already. I mean, it would already mm-hmm. happen if they weren't. But again, just getting back to the whole Star Trek Prime Directive type thing. There is this controlling force and federation. Uh, you know, I, I was brought up with this concept that there is a galactic federation out there that really controls stuff, and and so I think it limits their involvement. In fact, that's why they're so reticent about you know, you know, landing on uh, you know the White House uh, lawn because I don't believe that they're authorized to do that through this confederation. So that's just a different mm. uh, thought. Otherwise, they would have done it. I mean, as far as and if they sure. do, there yeah. there was. There have been rumors that the Greys had traded technology for the abduction of, of, of countless uh, hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of people, that they actually traded technology for, uh, to, to, in fact, to do that, which I guess is a no-no and a taboo. Um, but, again, I mean, like all things, we have on Earth, we have evil people, we have good people, so I guess the supposition would be that we would, in fact, have some darker aliens, but again... What it comes down to is I think that there's this gigantic confederation out there that literally – and, you know, they can be called the watchers. I mean, the watchers of the watchers. Uh, We simply have to uh, uh, rely on that whole concept because – and it makes sense because it would have – if, in fact, we would have been taken over, they would have already done it. They had the capabilities. You watch these pictures – I mean, literally, they're so otherworldly in the speeds that they're able to go from one side of the you know, planet up and down. I mean, with that kind of technology, I mean, you could literally take a broad swath and wipe out most of planet Earth. But I don't believe that's their intent.
0: Sure. Uh, and, and speaking of that, um, I'd like to talk about Bob Lazar for a second. Kyle, uh, I know you've, you've read a lot of his stuff or listened to a few interviews of his. Why don't you uh, give us a brief introduction I, or at least you you know my you're... my
2: my knowledge of Bob Lazar is is uh mostly from his interview with Joe Rogan where uh he spoke for the first time in in a long time in a, a public arena um at least that widespread about his his history with uh the Los Alamos laboratory there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of skepticism around. Of course, there's skepticism, but there's a lot of skepticism around Bob Lazar uh, because of some of his side businesses and some of his uh, some of his other history. But anyone that grew up as a child of the '60s and '70s and, and uh, has seen what he's seen you know, may have gotten into some weird stuff afterwards. He sounds very credible, and he sounds uh, believable well i don't know if i believe him I, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a it's a weird fence to sit on in my in my place because sure. i try to be i try to be skeptic and 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 i try to be a, a a critical thinker um and i want to believe him because what he says sounds so amazing and he talks about these energy drives and and these uh uh uh, the ability antimatter for these machines, reactors and stuff. antimatter reactors, the ability for machines to hover with no heat signature and no, uh, no, no, noise. no propulsion. Right. It's, it's stuff that I want to be true. And I want us as a society to be in, in possession of it. Um, because I think that if, if, if it belonged to the people, it could be, a, a, a an absolute source for good. um, and uh, so I want to believe Bob Lazar. I just don't know how much I believe Bob Lazar is, is ultimately, I guess, where I'm getting One at. One of the things sure.
1: that, that I, I look at is, okay, you know, wh- what's the motivation? Is it like uh, I'm, you know, again, Bob Lazar. Hi, I'm Bob Lazar. I'm special. I know all this stuff and what have you. First of all, again, you talk about above my pay grade as far as my scientific knowledge. I am, I am freaking impressed. I mean, the guy, I mean, he, he's, he's flawless. I mean, he really is. And uh, you know, as well, far and that
0: as, really adds more credence to his story. It does.
1: It really yeah. does. It, you know, and, and when they finally do check out his stuff, they it, it comes out in his favor also. And this has, I mean. You know, for for years he was denied that he actually worked at uh, with the Los Alamos Labs. Uh, down well, they in-
0: falsified they falsified the records. I listened to that Joe yeah. Rogan interview, and he yeah. talked about how they falsified the records. The only way that they were able to verify that he was telling the truth is they had to they asked coworkers of his. That said, you know, there's no record of you working with Bob Lazar.
1: Did you? Oh, of course. We saw we, were, we saw each other. Yes, every day. we did. Yes. Yeah. And and then and then you get into the whys. Okay. Well, can, why would they do that? I mean, it, it, right. You know, is he? I mean, why would they do that to anybody? I mean, you don't. We don't look to our institutions to basically be involved in a cover up. We don't. We really don't. And then when they get caught, they, they don't say anything. I mean, it's not like you know. Okay. And then you get, okay, and then the question is, why? Why are you doing this to this guy? I mean, you, you know, is, right. he, you know is, he, is he telling the truth? Well, you know what? Again, prove it, you know, as far as that kind of, it's kind of like the stolen election. Please, please prove it to me. Prove to me how all these how we were all bamboozled. It's the same thing with him. Prove to me how he's basically uh, is, is lying or disingenuous and what have you. So I guess. Um, sure. Yeah, I, I would think, I would think, I would think that there would be a, 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 a treasure trove of, of evidence against him. And as it turns out, it really, you know, it's. I mean, some of the stuff that they got on him, you know, and uh, you know, some, some of the bad stuff they have on him is, yeah, eh. I, I, I've, yeah, got, he, I've got I a mean, worse track record, you know. So right. I mean, yeah, that's, exactly. it, that's the.
2: the, the, the the stuff that the stuff that is used against him to discredit him is stuff that I, I'm not surprised that a, a an odd guy from that era would be involved in some of those odd things. Um, and the, the like, worst like, evidence like that they have against mail order, him mail order mail uh, order electronics uh, company. It's like right. that's you know you're 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 selling all sorts of weird stuff through mail order and you. I mean, you know, in the '80s uh, and '90s, that was a real thing. Exactly, he's not—he's not that much of an oddball. He's just—he's just the same way he's always been. And the fact Um, he also
0: doesn't want—he doesn't want to talk about this. Like that was the big thing about the Joe Rogan interview. Not to plug Rogan or anything, but like, you know, Bob Lazar didn't want to tell the story. He doesn't like talking about it. He's not like I'm Bob Lazar by my book about how I shook hands with the aliens. It's not about that. He has these real stories that he's trying to tell, and he's got so sick of telling them to people that say that he's full of, you know what, that he just, he's got, he's traumatized from it. Not to mention the government
1: trying to destroy his life. He constructed a jet uh, engine at his home. I mean, who uh,
2: and he's, he's, who he? Who does that? Elon Musk, maybe? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, no he he was he was actually known in the automotive field too. In some of my uh, automotive groups, and he, there's there's legends and lore uh, going back to the the 90s when he was putting literal jet engines in like the back of a uh, the back of a hatchback, and <laughs> he was he was That's written up right. in a lot of magazines for that. The jet, it cars. wasn't a, you know, they weren't they weren't talking about uh, his 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 history then, like his history with Los Alamos, they were talking with him about him as being the guy that made the jet car, and uh, he's a character. He's a he's a very interesting guy, um, which is why I'm really glad he did open up on on that Rogan interview, and he's a uh, subject of a uh, of a documentary that's out right now that I I need to watch. Um, Do you know what that's I'm, called? I'm, uh, not off the top of my head, but I could find out real quick okay
0: um yeah no, he sounds he sounds very interesting and like uh, and, you know and listening to him tell these stories, Chad, it sounds very similar to how to how you tell your stories they're very specific and you can ask questions about him and he has very specific answers that he consistently repeats and all of his answers support each other which lends to the fact that either he's just a complete psychopath which is not <laughs> likely or he's telling the truth and the fact that the government is has deleted his records and has tried to go after him in a in a malicious way only helps his story because why else would they do that it's not just like it's it, you know it's not just saying oh this person doesn't exist he's got a badge from a lab you know it's 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 a little yeah,
2: and, and my understanding the 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 documentary is called bob lazar area 51 and flying saucers and oh, george knapp is the uh george knapp is the guy who uh um really really pushed that forward and 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 got bob to open up and it's a uh we really talked interesting... about
0: george knapp last time did not we, we? Uh, yeah. did we i think uh, I th- or at least you mentioned him chad uh,
1: Maybe it was Kyle Lee,
0: I don't
3: know. I think I mentioned him. Oh, I'm sorry. Now,
1: George Knapp, as far as a journalist goes, the guy, I mean, he's extraordinarily credible. I mean, literally, I mean, you know, he, he knows... He's no slouch either. Uh, either. I mean, he's just no slouch. The guy I mean, is he a Joe Rogan? I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
2: No, no, he he's a he's a journalist and a talk radio host. I mean, he's just been he, he was also on Coast to Coast AM. He was the yeah, other, so. one of the, the later hosts. Oh, but he's okay. he and he and uh uh he and Bob Lazar um have been uh have been out there for for year at least the last few years talking about what uh you know what what he's seen and 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 what uh, you know what what more we can learn from him um, the other guy is is uh jeremy corbell um, yeah is another uh he's another journalist that's that i I keep seeing his name uh, he's more the documentarian but I keep seeing him uh, everywhere um, including in the sixty minutes uh the sixty minutes piece so uh, I'm interested to hear from all these guys and and see uh, what what more information they have to add because they they do seem genuinely interested in in finding some answers or or at least giving people um, with with these experiences, giving them a voice.
1: Well, one, one thing that I always look for, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I, you know I, I I grew up poor and I grew up uh, uh, beaten like a redheaded stepchild. But I, I, having prefaced that, I'm looking for the catch. I continually look for the catch. How much sure. is this going to cost me? Okay, are are you asking me for money, some cash? You're looking for loyalty. In fact, I don't know why Bob Lazar hasn't contacted me. I I would I would, I would support <laughs> him anyway. So, but yeah, but as far as cash, I mean, what is it that you are trying to do here? And again, you know, when you get in, and Bob Lazar. I mean, heck, I, I'm actually more guilty because I'm trying to I, I'm trying to produce a movie. I have books out. Lo, you know, I, I'm by far worse than Bob Lazar is as far as any of that stuff. He wants nothing from anybody. I mean, and that,
0: and and like I said, that you know, it seems like he's just trying to live a normal life now, and that really helps bolster his claims. I mean, you know, it's not. Uh, you know, I think someone that's, that that's definitely on the take is someone like Alex Jones. Who oh. says he's he's like he's like McDonald's compared to you guys? Oh, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah, he, no. he'll say the craziest stuff, and then just so you'll keep watching his stream, or you buy his supplements, or all of that stuff. Um, if you yeah, take this well, supplement, see, I, I, the I, alien DNA won't mix with your DNA.
2: Agree with him or not, a guy like Alex Jones is a is a performer, and he is in the entertainment industry. He is, and 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 First. this is well, his right, but that's the thing like there's, but this... a guy like a guy like Bob Lazar is not looking for that. He doesn't want. I mean, he he wants to tell the truth, and he wants people to know what's happening but he's not seeking the spotlight he's well, not right. seeking and, but there's and then there's this there's Chad
0: in the middle that's you know you have your own story to tell and you're trying to produce that which is fine uh, and and your stuff does seem to be based in truth but uh, uh, you, the the problem i think really comes in if you try to group all three of them together and if you you know i wouldn't want it. i'm, I'm sorry if that's offensive chad i'm not trying to group you in with alex Jones. No, no, like, but no, that's no, the but no, that's no, the point I, I don't care. is that he like he if to an untrained ear he might sound just as credible as a Bob Lazar or as a Chad C. Meek, just because of the just because of the sound of it and the way that he tells the story, Alex Jones. But you know, I mean, if you if you listen to Alex Jones for more than sixty seconds, you know that he's garbage. So yeah, he's an entertaining he, he, product, but don't believe what he right. says. You,
1: you, you would you wouldn't want to go break into the uh, 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 you would be a, wouldn't want to be a part of the Capitol riots based on. Uh, on what he has to say with my situation no. yeah with but my which
0: by the by the way as a, as a quick tangent when that happened he spent they he, he they kept replaying the part where he stressed the legality of protesting right, <laughs> so right, he right. wouldn't it, get sued it, again it, it, it's, um, it's
1: legal to kill people he's already gone down that road and it doesn't yeah. work for him yeah yeah no but the, also too, to to preference my own thing here generally the reason why I came out was primarily anger Um, You know, as far as I was looking around, and as time went on, I was looking at the nexus or the epicenter of of all the UFO space contactee movements um, that was going on, and I was hearing less and less and less and less about my uncle and some of the people that had worked out there. So that was really, I mean, I've really, listen, as far, you know, the only thing I've done is spend money as far as over the last six years since I've come out. And it really was because I was really pissed off because I was wondering, okay, wait a minute. Okay, out of all the stuff that was going on at the time, and everybody who was everybody went out and made the the pilgrimage to Giant Rock, how come I'm not hearing more of it? And so it was was really making me a little bit – I'm thinking, well, why? And it's interesting. I had a conversation, great conversation uh, just recently with a guy. And, you know, um, he, and incidentally, he, he was an encyclopedia about my uncle and everything went on down there. It was really kind of refreshing to talk to somebody that had the kind of background on it. But he, what he came to the conclusion, he had the same thing as I did. He, he said, well, why isn't, why isn't that time period and why isn't all the events that occurred, why isn't that more, more noteworthy? What, you know, what, what's going on here? Well, also, too, I think we came to the conclusion there's a time and a place, and, and that's what I have to hang on to myself. There, there's a time to remember that, and apparently I'm a part of that awakening thing, and so that's why, that's why I do the things I do. But again, that was the, that was the whole premise, and, and, and from the very start, say, hey, wait a minute. Why? And, and it was baffling. It was absolutely baffling to me as far as that's... Also, the fact, another thing, too, that goes along with this is that um, i I was there I was actually there i i was a witness sure. I was a witness to the uh to the conventions I was a witness to my uncle I was witness to some very odd strange things I had strange things happened to me i really didn't have i was going to go to my grave without uh uh telling a soul about this stuff. But I think it was my frustration and anger that really got the best of me on this thing.
0: Anger is a great motivator. Oh,
1: God. It's you know, like Kyle
0: and I spend so much time talking with each other. It's <laughs> great.
1: You guys do really uh,
0: well with that. Uh, <laughs> 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 Thanks. Um, Yeah. I mean, look, even uh, there's this NBC story that came out today, actually. That's another that's yet another. They had a they had a piece about it on NBC Nightly News, which, you know, I'm not a big I I, I don't you know, I, I don't I'm not a real TV watcher. I'm a millennial. But like. The fact that you've got the, the the big networks actually trying to start talking about this seriously is a big deal. There's, NBC News says that there's a truth embargo that's existed for 60 years, and now it's finally starting. There's cracks in the facade. It's finally starting to end and open up. Even Obama said... Uh, quote what is true and i'm actually being serious here Hi, me i'm as him what quote what is true and i'm actually being serious here is that there's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are that's obama saying it on television right. so yeah i th-
2: i think we're we're approaching and and chad maybe to some of your to some of your uh despair over the last few years of of, of not having as much recognition on giant rock and your contributions to the, to the movement. I I think we're seeing kind of a Renaissance, this, this future disclosure, whether it's truthful or not is going to lead uh, more, more curiosity, lend more curiosity to, to what's going on out there. And perhaps um, making that in the mainstream is going to allow more people to open up. Maybe people that have uh, that, that can fill in some of the, the gaps in, in, Bob's memories or Bob's stories or Chad's memories or Chad's experiences, and, and help us paint a bigger picture of um, of of what's what's out there. Well, you know, sure. yeah. and
1: I, and I, uh, I oh,
2: sorry I know, no,
1: I, I agree. You know, as far as that, and it actually has been happening. I mean, you know, originally it was, uh, you know, I would hear, I would go on a, a show or wherever, and. And uh, they, they would try to either make light of it. It's kind of like, I was watching an Elvis documentary where he was singing to a, I don't know if you even caught that, where he was singing to a, uh, he was on Steve Allen, they made him you know, sing to a dog, to a basset uh-huh. hound. And, and, and then he, he became more and more serious as far as that and profoundly started to move forward. I've noticed that, where now it's like, okay, now there's a, a lot more, I guess, serious intent and more intelligent questions that really come at me Versus when I when I start now now trust me I love. And you started. You said well, six years ago. Yeah, six this? years, I mean, six, yeah. even six
0: years ago. Which that's a pretty big. I mean, that's a pretty in, in under a decade. That's a pretty big turnaround.
1: It is. It's a gigantic turnaround. And I've noticed that. You know, now I would do I, I would do any show as far as that. In fact, I did Eminem's uh, show, which is really hilarious. I, I actually enjoyed it because you know generally you know the seriousness of this whole thing. You know, I every once in a while I like to mix it up. Call me whatever, sure. but yeah, uh, one of the one of the one of the guest hosts on his network on him and uh, Fifty Cents uh, uh, show that he was on they were asking me well how he too could be uh, contacted uh, by a UFO and and I was I've, I've been waiting for that question for my whole life as far as that and, and and why and the implication was why am I so special and like I told him I go, I go well first of all you go out in the middle of the desert and you you pray and you sing and chant for a little bit. And then you go on one leg and you hold as long as you can. And that's the time that a UFO will come by and land by you. Really? Oh yeah. There's like a rain dance to do for UFOs. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the answer was the answer was he goes well. Then he came and I and I waited and we had the the. the Are you being serious? Was that a uh, joke? No, I was being. I was being joke. I was I was was not being serious. You had me uh, for a second. No, no, I had had you. Well, actually, there was a 15 second pause that for for some reason I I, I just got it right and and (laughs) no one was talking. It was just great. We're just sitting there. I was waiting for the next thing. He goes. Well, and then he says, "Well, what if that doesn't work?" And and, and, I, and I was dying. I was dying. I, I, I literally. You my, tried the other leg, that That's what I said. My eyes were coming out of my skull. I go, "Well, you switch legs." And, then, <laughs> and and so uh, you, you know, so so at that time, so one of the funnest shows I had with that, as far as you know, and then of course it, it was on uh, Sirius Radio, as far as that, he goes. Because you're fucking with me. <laughs> goes, yes, I am.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but it, how but, dare uh, you mess with M and M? Right, right, oh, no. right, right yeah.
1: No, it's great, man. No, it's, it's really. It's
0: cool. great. Well, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah um, no. Tell but, him I said hi. No, I, I'm okay. Okay, I will. Uh, if only, but uh, I, I just, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think. I mean, kind of like we talked about last time, with the increase in interest in space and also with the privatization of space travel, uh, like, you know, SpaceX and uh, I think Bezos' version of SpaceX is Blue Origin, that if the government doesn't come out and say something, there's a decent chance that private business people will, will, get the, will beat them to the chase. And that's probably more disastrous than the government just admitting what they know.
1: You know, because I, I, I don't know, one thing, uh, I mean, really, Eric, one, one thing that you basically learn over time is really how truly inept our government is. There's some things that they're brilliant. Oh, they, sure. They, you know, there's, there's something they're really good at. I'm
0: but continually for, surprised by that on a daily uh, basis. Yeah, for, for the most part.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, for the most part. I mean, you know, they're, they're inept. And and they literally don't know. And, and also, too— you know, again, you know, uh, captains of industry become captains of industry. They don't go – the brilliant don't go work for the government. They generally stay away from that. They go into private enterprise and what have you. So you're already you, – you've got this whole level of, uh, you know, and, uh, of bureaucracy that basically holds everything in place. Now, if you're a, bur- a, a, a bureaucrat, would you want to basically be stand out like a, like a sore thumb and talk about anything uh, re- regarding uh, UFOs or, or, or alien technology – uh, hello, you don't hear about it from them, or rarely right. do you. So, you, you know, it's or just...
0: or if you do, it's someone like Marco Rubio where the media can just joke about him for ten minutes, and then they go to a commercial break. You, here,
1: here, here's a trivia. I actually purchased the college that Mark Rubio played football for, called Tarquio... Uh, college in Missouri. I actually owned you that bought for three the college? years. Yeah. I bought the college. I owned it for I turned it into renewable. One of my greatest failures I've ever had. Uh, I, I actually created a renewable energy college and I ha- possessed the college for three years before they, the town people, I uh, actually got, uh, bought me out and sent me to Florida. But, wow. um, but, but if they do but, the same thing with him, is that how it, no, I, I don't know why, but the, yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't put on his resume that he was actually attended Tarkio university. Hmm. I don't, I don't know why pretty bad. Anyways,
0: Interesting. May, so, may, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. So, I mean, please. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt. We're no, no. To talk to you. No, no,
1: I, no. But I, you know, Ken, he, he, he didn't put that on his resume. I, you know, I Val. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I,
0: yeah, I. I don't know. Um, well, you don't. Do you, you
2: don't. If, if you're if you're running for election in in a state, you want to pretend like you went to college in that state. Of course. of, of course. <laughs> so right, maybe, sense, he, right. maybe
0: he went to, a, he took an, a night class at the University of
1: Miami.
2: I'm pretty sure that's where he went to law school. But, there you go, uh, right. He
1: has a uh, PhD in personal hydration. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. I,
0: um, I would hope ask so. Ask him <laughs> about the the trash, ice, or the trash land, uh, what am I saying, the trash icebergs in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> So I'd like to talk about, since we spent all this time talking about what the Pentagon might know and what the broadcast networks that are very heavily filtered by, speaking of bureaucracies, their internal bureaucracies and then their collusion with the government, the Pentagon, I don't want to say the Pentagon Papers because that's something distinct. The Pentagon's report on UFOs, UAPs, is coming out soon, later this month. We're already halfway into June, so it's got to come out soon. What do we think is going to be in it? Kyle.
2: Um, I think it'll be just more denial. Um, they, they'll, they're going to acknowledge what they've seen. They, they're oh, really? going to say, they don't I th- know. you
0: know, the way that you were talking about this, I thought you were going to have like a whole. Uh,
2: it's. I'm, I'm hopeful that we will find out more. I'm hopeful that they will disclose um, the, either if they have a true, if it's truly unknown, I'm hoping they will disclose that. But I, I feel like the paper um, ultimately fantasies aside, they're just going to say, uh, these are things that, uh, that, that we can't explain, uh, due to classified, the classified nature of the information. Right. I mean, it's, it's going to be a, 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 redacted denial, um, that is going to take more and more fighting to get more and more information out of them. But, uh, I don't think it serves the government, um, any, be- kind of what Chad was saying. It doesn't serve them any, uh, any benefit, uh, to, to let us know uh, what's going on or or let us know what we don't know they want to keep us dumb and and entertained and uh right but that you know to us, play just to they play don't devil's, want us asking
0: questions just to play devil's advocate though if they give us and i also agree um and and chad will we'll, we'll of course get to you in just a second but i have to i have to interject that I like I really think that we're just going to get a bunch of a bunch of redacted text and maybe they'll say UFO and then the rest of the page will be blacked out but at the same time if they don't give us something then it also opens up the opportunity for let's say the countries that we constantly complain are propagandizing the public it gives them a better opportunity to come out with well you know you know even if i you know let's say putin says well you know washington doesn't want to tell you about the aliens but i got the skinny here's what they're not telling you and then the people then a lot of people are just going to believe that because of the a distrust of government the fact that they were waiting for this thing that came out that now is bs and then, they're, and then they're still kind of, you know, their mind is still excited about this thing, and they would be willing to believe a semi-serious but plausible account from uh, one of our enemies. Chad, what do you think?
1: Well, I think that they're—it's they're, just going to—I'll have to concur with what you're saying. It's going to be more of the same, more or less, as far right. as that goes. They're, they're, they're going to let it dribble it out. And the, thing, the, and the, the basic reason being is because they simply don't know. They don't know they, what they have. They have a body of information that they don't know how to decipher. And that's that's the biggest problem with it in the beginning is that they don't know. Now, again, and the other thing, too, is I'm not sure a lot of people I, I used to think that people should know just like I think everyone should know their ABCs, you know, their location tables, et cetera, et cetera. But obviously, I I've, I've, I've watched America and I've watched the world. Most people are so consumed to, of their daily life and what have you. I don't think it's a huge, I don't think it's, a, I mean, it's important to me, of course, important to uh, Kyle Lee and important to you, but I think for the most part, it's just not the big hot button. I think that, you know, I think the next yeah. iPhone is the big hot button for them. Now, again, until, until they're li- literally, literally we get a thousand ships out there and they've landed and they, you know, they're right. all in unison. I, I, don't, I think they're going to do their best to do everything they can to uh, redact things, to twist things, and what have you. I think they're just going to give us what we already have, which is, you know, some really interesting uh, shots of little Tic Tacs and other things. Which, incidentally, I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of everyone says, well, hey, do you get a photograph of this? you Generally, I mean, with technology now, you can it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It I really, mean, there was yeah.
0: a there was a UFO sighting in in Brooklyn the other day, or I guess a week ago or two. Kyle sent that to me. Even uh, it looked like a triangle of of lights. I just said, oh, it looks like planes flying in formation. But I don't know. You know, that's just my way of marginalizing it based on what it what it the Occam's razor approach of what it well, could you're, be. You're trying but, you're
2: trying to you're trying to apply this stimuli that you're not to the world to. that tr- i know you're trying right. to yeah you you're, you're your mind is a construct of of what you've seen and what you've experienced and when when we start seeing stuff that 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 is outside of that um we're going to be scared and distrustful i mean i would say distrustful is the first thing like like you were saying earlier you don't you don't trust your eyes don't uh like Richard Pryor was right. Um, right yeah, yeah. Don't don't believe what I see. Believe what what I'm being told, and and what and what you'll tell me over and over and over again, until I follow along. I think, fortunately, though, even if the report that comes out um, is is. Uh, just dismissive and 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 ha- without answers the curiosity of of the people will prevail and well um, that's why i'm saying that they've got to give us something
0: you know because this is going to keep bubbling up and and like i mentioned earlier this is just going to be it's a it's another avenue for possible well, let's, let's say, let's say by an influential power
2: and it, let's it, say the u.s government does have something or let's say the u.s government is knowledgeable uh beyond what what we've uh, Beyond some of the things that we've suggested or, right. or or supposed, they don't want the rest of the world governments knowing that they're in possession of that technology. Or let's say the U.S. is worried. But you know, that the reverse another... could be true too. Yes, absolutely. But if, and, and if that's the case, why would the U.S. want to show any more cards than the standard denial? Um, it, it's it's in their best interests to downplay it and to to make it to take attention away from it. Um, however, it's in the best interest of, uh, I think, you know, our, our soul as a, as a society and as a world to find out. It's more. our legacy. It
1: it, it, it literally, uh, yes, it literally is absolutely. our legacy. This is our information. We're, we're all, so, you know, we're all taxpayers. We're all participants in this so-called democracy. So we don't need a big brother basically with, with truly, uh, you know, we don't need a big brother withholding information from us we're way, 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 way past that. So now we have to, you know essentially, uh, I mean literally, I mean, it may be getting you know 100 million people marching on Washington DC. They take notice when people you know throw, throw rocks into windows and things like that. There has to be something. It's very, very frustrating for me because, again, I'll back up to this thing it is our legacy it is our right to know this it is our right because it is who we are we're 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 basically offshoots of of uh, of every major uh planet out in the universe i mean it, it's all a part of us and these people are actually our relatives at some degree so sure. we should we should know everything about it i mean I, and i'm not being naive or idealistic now what you were saying earlier now wouldn't it be good if if in fact uh, they uh, uh, all the world powers thought that the U.S. was in, uh, y- you know, in bed with all the E.T.s, and that's how we've got our technology. And that if you don't, if you're not careful with us, we will uh, give you a a, a a big zap or something like that. So there's all kinds of sub games, sub chapters with this whole thing as far as why or what of which I don't know. But at the basic premise, we have to know this. And 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 uh, there's there's really, I mean. That's that's the truth. That's the truth. So
2: yeah, at some point we can we can only be so distrustful and 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 broken apart and divided. At some point we do need something that will bring us together and perhaps perhaps this is that next stage of our societal evolution is uh um, I think so. Drop. Yeah. Drop all of our nonsense, drop all of our differences and realize that uh we may be one community. Uh, in a much larger universe um, that, that we're, we're going to have to g- get together. We got to be careful who that. our
1: heroes are. Okay, right now our heroes is uh, Jeff Bezos or whatever his name is. Bezos. Be- Bezos. Excuse me. Be-
0: I don't think Bezos. he's anyone's hero. To be yeah. honest.
1: well, whatever. I mean, he's other Mr. than the stock market. Super, super rich. Uh, Bill Gates. We're finding out a little bit more information about Billy. Um, as far as he's a bad boy. Each his yes. wife. It's uh, great.
0: But, it's great. We're finding that out after yeah, we got his
1: shot. R- r- right, right, right. So, so these <laughs> these icons, or Warren Buffett, or or any, the, these whole thing, the whole materialistic, you know, nonsensical world that we're, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a communist, but you know, but we live in this absolutely distorted sense of reality of what's hip and what's cool, you know, as far as in the whole material realm. Well, I think we're coming. In, I think this is what's going to break the back of that. You know, as far as that. And I think that the most ludicrous thing we have going right now is that people are so interested in having multi-houses, multi-beds, multi-cars when you only need one, et cetera. Et cetera. We live in such a distortion. And you talk about a psychopathic existence. Where we worship, we 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 worship Donald Trump. You know, we uh, you know he's not a he's not a he's a sociopath, but he's really a psychopath. Excuse me. Uh, but as far as that's a, so, so this is our model. These are our people that we. So I think that if this whole um, change and transition to a higher consciousness, of, of basically us knowing what our universe is and our extended universe, I think it'll be the most healthiest thing in that could ever occur and actually bring this whole thing down, you know, bring us to one. But yeah,
0: as I- long as we don't kill ourselves trying to find out. And I think that's like, you know, it, it really, I, I totally agree with you, Chad, this could be a, a, perhaps the biggest significant thing to happen, the, the biggest significant evolution in humanity in terms of consciousness and in, 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 in society Elevating our consciousness and our ideas of what exists or not But until we actually get there We have to do the really hard thing Which is being comfortable with not knowing Rather than saying, you know, I know this It's, just, it's not true because I know We have to, we have to say, you know, I don't, I don't know And that's okay We're going to find out sometime It Might not be during my lifetime But we're going to find out And we have to be okay with not knowing Otherwise we'll never get there Hmm. Yeah. I I, I, I talked with my, my uncle's a retired uh, Air Force navigator and, and pilot and I asked him about the stuff that we played on uh, from sixty minutes and he just said, Oh, that's, you know, it's BS. And uh, oh I, I I flew over the Atlantic all the time. I didn't see anything. And I just said, Well maybe you know, maybe they didn't like you. You were standing on one leg.
1: You know, <laughs> well actually Yeah, you, you, you know, one thing that I, I you know, I I discuss this quite often is well, you know, what a Ronald Reagan, uh, Jimmy Carter Muhammad ali John Lennon, uh et cetera et etc What do they all have in common? They all actually have experiences with either sightings or extraterrestrials so mm. I mean yeah, so we we have we have we have this diverse background of people that have actually in the past admitted said. Ronald Reagan changed his mind, but then again, that would be. He also lost of, his mind. So yeah, that's, yeah. A little, that's not too much of a stretch. But Jimmy Carter, and, and he was going to divulge all the stuff, but when he got there, I guess he was read the riot act as far as that kind of uh, stuff, as far as what he can disclose and what he can't disclose. But going in with people talking, you know, just like Rick, just like us, they're going to they, they, they speak their mind. And uh, with nothing to gain as far as that. So we live in that. So, so it, like I said, it's unfolding. And I think now it's a matter of remembering. Uh, and, and that's a key thing is, is having this uh, gift of remembering as far as who and what we are. And I think there's a wealth of information that's just going to get spit out. Uh, that's just going to just come out. And it's, it, it's going to be so fast and furious when you talk about that you know the the whole summer of love or whatever or this pulse wave that comes up that'll basically sure. hit us. I we're I you think it may come in, in maybe not in your life, but I think I think it's just right around the corner. I, I
0: think, hope so. I yeah. mean, just look at that that Crosby, Stills and Nash song. We are stardust. We are golden. Golden. We are billion year old carbon, and we've got to get ourselves back to the garden. To the
1: garden. I love that. It's a great so, song. Yes. Thank you for um, remembering that one.
0: My, my pleasure. Uh, and so why don't, we, why don't we end it there? Chad, where can people find you? Where can people learn more about you and the other work that you're doing?
1: Besides my uh, space-time continuum uh, spaceship... Um, no, If you cannot...
0: happen to be in a flying saucer over the Baja Peninsula, yeah, pay Chad but... a visit.
1: <laughs> Actually, all the events that occurred, especially the Tic Tacs, are 100 miles away. That's the, other... That's the really great thing about this. All that stuff happened 100 miles due west of me where I'm, where I'm sitting right now talking. So anyways, but you want to you get a hold of me. You can break out a telescope and see it. Uh, you can see this stuff. I mean, the, the, it's, it, it's so active here, it's ridiculous. Okay, so if you want to get a hold of me, www.giantrockthemovie.com, long word, but remember that. Or just Google Chad C. Meek. Uh, you know, you can actually see my books, in, or my two books, and, uh, and maybe I'll have a third one coming out. But that's how you can find me. Or uh, email me direct, chad at giantrockthemovie.com. There you go.
0: That's great. And uh, Kyle, is, uh, do you have anything you'd like to you'd like to plug?
2: I just have a giant pod that I will crawl into until the next podcast. That's that's really funny. And it, uh, at least we course, know where
0: we can contact you. That's right. And of course, you can find me right here next time on We're Out There. Thank you, everybody. Have have a great night. This has been a Numodium production. The views and opinions expressed on We're Out There do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium, LLC, or its subsidiaries. Theme music by Matt Baltrucky.